0: Hello! (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Rahalastapa. This one's got Vic Reeves in it, again, a.k.a. Jim Moyer. Um, And if you want to help us out with these podcasts, there's lots of great ways to assist us. You can just tell your friends about it. That's a great way to start... You can go to com slash badges, become a monthly badger, get all kinds of extras like backstage videos, entry into a monthly draw, advance warning of all who the guests are, you get to see some stand-up shows as well. It's marvellous value, I have to tell you. Or you can go to gofasterstrike.com and buy some lovely emergency question books or DVDs like that one. Or you can just give me some free money for free. Don't do that. Anyway, let's go become a badger. Let's sit back. Come and see a show. Go to com slash gigs. New shows have been announced in Norwich in uh, April 2020, and there's some more in London. And I think there's one coming up in Birmingham as well that hasn't been announced yet. And there may be a few more. And we've still got Hull, Sheffield, Northampton, all sorts coming up. So uh, look out for those. Glasgow as well. Let's sit back, relax and enjoy Raha Lasta Park with Vic. Victoria Reeves. Well, now it's dark and I can't read what I'd written in here. <laughs> I did have something. It's light oh, hello! Welcome to the Marlowe Theatre in Canterbury again. We're back. These lot are much better than last week's audience. They were pricks. Please welcome a man who's happy to wait 20 years to find out what his face will look like when he's 70. It's Richard Herring! Thank you very much. Hello. Welcome to uh, the podcast. Uh, thank you very much. Love to be back in Canterbury. So, uh, I went home and came back again in the way. Well, I don't wait a week. I'm not insane. Uh, there's a lot here, but, you know, not that much. Uh, welcome to Richard Herring's Lactating Shania Twain podcast. Um, every week Shania Twain comes on and uh, different t- celebrity guests uh, attempt to suckle at her dugs. <laughs> I'm not sure if she is lactating at the moment. That's what we find out. And if enough celebrities suckle on them, will she start to lactate? That is the other question in sympathy. I was hanging around at the Canterbury Tales experience. (laughs) Wonderful. It's an interactive experience. We shot window dummies in bad wigs. And and an unemployed actress dressed as the wife of Bath said she calls it Roelastabas. I don't know if that's going to (laughs) catch... If that's going to catch on. I looked up uh, the uh, tales. I'm obsessed with these various around the country. There's very different. There's the Oxford story. There's the Yorvik one, which is the best one by Miles. Uh, there's a couple of others. The Canterbury Tales is the worst one of them. <laughs> it's even worse than The Tales of Robin Hood in Nottingham, which doesn't even exist anymore and is still better than The Canterbury Tales. All the trip advi- I'm going to read some trip advice, <laughs> All the TripAdvisor ones, or, or even the bad ones, say, everyone there was so lovely, the actors were so great, but it's terrible. That's that's. So I'm not... The people who work there, I'm not impugning you, uh, but uh, someone says, I paid £17 for two students to see 35 minutes worth of rubbish, which consisted of a few wax dummies in a smelly dark room. That's that's what you're getting? Now, this one I think is unfair. One overpriced rip-off and doesn't do what it says. Didn't feel we went back in time at all. <laughs> Not even a little bit, (laughs) let alone to medieval times. I'd have been happy with just World War II, like Gary Sparrow, but no. (laughs) I I Googled uh, uh, Canterbury uh, and uh, it comes up on Google, people ask, and these are the four main questions. These are the first four questions that people ask about Canterbury. What is special about Canterbury? That is number one. They had no answer. Even Google had no answer. Uh, What is Canterbury famous for? That's number two. What famous event happened in Canterbury? Because there could only be one, and we know what it was. The fourth question, though, is Canterbury a real place? (laughs) Oh, fantastic. Uh, And uh, the Archbishop of Canterbury is back. And, of course, the first Archbishop of Canterbury was St Augustine, uh, who said, God, give me chastity, just not yet. That was his famous... That's the kind of religious, that's the kind of Archbishop I be. God, let me come into heaven, but I'll just apologise at the end for all the stuff I've done. He liked shagging St. Augustine. They were All the first ten Archbishops of Canterbury became saints, apart from one who died before he became the Archbishop of Canterbury. That's something I learned today. He was called something like Wigran or something like that. Just a little fact for you in case that comes up. You should know, it's your town. Anyway... My guest this week is probably best known for his appearance in the 1987 video for Shaking Stephen's single What Do You Want To Make Those Eyes At Me For? (laughs) For which he was paid £10. Will you please welcome the amazing Vic Reeves, ladies and gentlemen! (laughs) If he's here...
2: Ah! It tripped me. (laughs) Welcome...
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. You have to pick up your microphone, but you don't have to. Turn that off. <laughs>
2: yeah. my mum's about to ring.
0: There's a microphone, I think, up your bum now. Yeah. It could be a new emergency question. There it is. There it is, and it's gone. And it nearly went up as you picked oh, it up. Oh, it's quite fruity, is it? Who was sitting on this brief? Sean. Show? It was Sean Williamson. Oh, what
2: a fruity. Ass.
0: Yeah. I didn't call him Barry from EastEnders once. I'm very proud of myself. Uh, I didn't call him Barry or anything.
2: So you remember the Shaken Stevens uh, video? I do remember that moment, yeah. <laughs> How did you end up getting in the Shaken Stevens video? Was, um, my agent at that time was Malcolm Hardy. Do you remember him? Anyone remember Malcolm Hardy? He was the bloke who did the balloon act first. Anyway, he was my first agent, and that was in the 80s. And uh, he said, Let me go back a couple of moments before we, we <laughs> talk about when he said, Do you want to go and perform with Jake and Stevens? He said, I was in his house, and he said, um, he says, Do you like uh, uh, Little Titch? I said, Yeah? <laughs> he says, I've got Little Titch's shoes. And there were... He had Little like, Titch's shoes. Why? Does you, you anyone know Little it? Titch? I mean, he was... The old people he will was remember. Little Titch, he'd have these long shoes, and he'd lean forward. I mean, I'm talking about 1920. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, I've got Little Titch's shoes here, do you want them? <laughs> I went, yeah, what, how much? He went, 400 quid, <laughs> 400 quid. And I said, No, I can't afford that. He says, You might like this. And he had the <laughs> filthiest house you've ever seen. And he went round the back of the the uh, sofa like that and looked down. He said, What's this here? Uh, he says, And he picked it up. He says, um, Dickie Valentine's jacket. <laughs> Five quid. <laughs> and then um, he said, Do you want to do. Uh, do you want to do a gig? I says, what? And he says, he goes, uh, right, we're going up to Blackburn. I went, all right then. So we went up to Blackburn and, uh, we're sitting on the train and he taught me how to play some card game or anyway. Um, he was very good on the, on the, on the, um, quiz machines. Right. He used to do the quiz machines all the time, all the time. He did the quiz machines. (laughs) And, uh, So we were in this, this, I was doing this gig. It was, I think, the first gig I'd ever done, and I didn't really know how to do gigs. And uh, he said, right, we'll be in this pub, and we'll play the quiz machine. So we did the quiz machines for ages, and I said, what time are we on? Uh, He said, he says, you're on at nine o'clock. And uh, I said, well, it's half past nine. (laughs) Anyway, where, what were we talking about? Shake oh, okay. then he said, he says, here, here's a good one. He says, you, he says you're going to dance with Shaking Stevens.' Ten quid. <laughs> and I got the ten quid. Yeah. And um, I went and spent it in the pub Did directly you, afterwards. You could have had two Dickie Valentine jackets was in, for that. It was brilliant. So I was in uh, Leicester Square. I, I turn up in my leather jacket. Looking like the biker, the skinny biker I was then, <laughs> I um, I turned up and did me me, me dance with um, Shaky. With Shaky. How was he? Was he in, was just sh- did Shaky? That was it. To... Then he went, and that was it. Yeah. I got me
0: ten quid, and I cleared off. He's the biggest uh, selling artist of the 1980s, you know, in the UK. So he, sold, he sold more records than anyone else in the UK. Uh, Shaky. Yeah, in the 1980s. Yeah.
2: And he's. I I remember hearing that when he was 40, his brother was 90. Do you think the shaking kept him
0: young? Is that just if you shake enough, it confuses time? His brother was even shakier, was him. He's shaking himself into the future. It could be
2: true. It's possible, right? I've got stories about shaky, but I'm not willing to impart. <laughs> and I'm sure you've heard them as well. I've heard some stories. And then, but you have too. <laughs>
0: But I'd, I'd be... How many
2: people are out there tonight there's a to few. see you, Richard Herring?s They're here to see you. Oh, you've got a, a full like you know you've got it's a full downstairs, haven't you? And it could be full in the next two circles. You're we very... just don't know. There's no way of knowing.
0: <laughs> no way of knowing whether it's full up there. There's some people you're shout out if you're in the upper Henning's. circle. Look at There's 200 people up there. <laughs> the shy people sat up there. Shout out if you're in the upper upper circle. Yeah, everyone in the yeah. top circle. <laughs> yeah. yeah! There's a, one person up there. Look, Archbishop of Canterbury. How come half downstairs is empty and then <laughs> there's an upper circle? Because those people wanted to sell. Is that there? all the rich people? Yeah, they, they like to be away from the stairs. Ironically, the stink travels up. Your Honor? If you've been to the Canterbury Tales, you'd know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's down here, it's almost stink free. Almost. That's the, the yeah. Um, I want to talk to you about your, I mean, because there's, there's many strings to your bow. Jim Moyer yeah. is your real name. There's the first bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you've been incredibly successful. In, you know, you've seen as the, this Dadaist comedian, but you've been very successful in lots of other ways. And musically, there's a lot of, you did a lot of music. You've been on oh, a, a lot year, of records. I was a pop You'd star. you Stevens to begin with, and
2: then on you went. And then I became a pop star. Yeah. Yes. Which was your
0: favourite of your own singles that you were involved none in? None of them.
2: <laughs>
0: you loved none them of, none
2: of my singles was what I would really want to have really done. Right. But I was just um, thrown into it, and I ended up doing... Um, well, the first one was Born Free. Um, let me tell you about... Rather than what I would have done, what really happened, I, um, I did Born Free. Because we when, when we started off, it, um, I used to sing songs at the, uh, when we were on the theatre. Um, and then when we were on TV, I, I started singing songs at the start of every show. So it was kind of like, um, you'll remember this because you were knocking around with your mate. that was. At the same time. <laughs> and we were like the darlings of the NME. Yes. So we were all kind of musical based. <laughs> and when we came out to sing, to do our show, we'd sing a new a song, which might be current at the time. It might be the Smiths or something like that. So I ended up getting offered um, to do a single by Virgin. And... I said I'd do Born Free, a version of Born Free, which I did do with Swing Out sister, who, and um, I, I, I turned up on my motorbike. I had, a, <laughs> I had a, a Manx Norton, and I drove it through London and ended up at the Virgin Studios and got out and sang the song and then cleared off. <laughs> And it was as simple as that. That's just what it was like then. I said, well, I'll I'll turn up there, I'll sing this. So I did, born free, as free as the... You know, and I did that. And it got to number three in the charts. (laughs) Actually, no. Yeah, it was number three. And I went and did top of the pops. And it was all really quite quick. So I ended up turning up there and doing top of the pops. And it was the first time that Blur had done Top of the Pops as well. Right. So I ended up knocking about with it. But I was like hanging around at Top of the Pops. Th- this time it was filmed at Elstree, I think. It was bef- it was after the BBC had moved from BBC Centre to Elstree and then back again. So I was at Elstree and um, Blur were on and um, the Smiths were on. I think because I know I talked to um, Johnny Marr. Anyway, I was just, was just fantastic. You know, you end up doing Top of the Pops. Yeah, like <laughs> you, you know, I thought this, this is like, when I was a kid. I thought you know this isn't like, a massive dream to yeah. be on Top of the Pops. And then I sang the song, and they dropped. They didn't tell me, but they dropped a load of like tin foil down. <laughs> And they didn't tell me about it, and I swallowed half of it, and started <laughs> like, like gagging halfway through the song. <laughs> Could have killed you. Then the second time we did it, we did. Then we became really big pop stars, and we did "Dizzy," yeah, which got to number one. And uh, th- uh, and when we did that, that was really tricky because we <laughs> we had. Um, some... Oh, God, what's her name? That round-headed woman from... Uh... Um, Bod? Uh, no. <laughs> anyway, I did, I did it with the Wonder <laughs> Stuff, but there was a... Uh, um, oh, God, I can't remember her name. She's got a really round, smooth head. Is um, who, who? She's very popular. Mariah Carey? Mariah Carey! Yes! She has got a smooth, round head. (laughs) Anyway, she was complaining that we had too much dry ice on the stage. And we had to keep doing it again and again and again. But um, my friend Miles, who's in the Wonder Stuff, he he says, what we do is we do a shot, and then you go on and then you do it, and everything kicks in, and it's really good, and you do a really good performance. But... She kept stopping the performance. (laughs) So we did about seven of them. And by the time we got (laughs) home, we were pissed. Really pissed. And Bob was, like, crawling around on the floor. (laughs) And they... In the rehearsal, there had a load of washing machines behind, and I had to do a line into a washing machine and open the door up and do it in it. But then they'd changed that for a start (laughs) <laughs> they got rid of the camera in right. there. So I, I spent most of my time half-pissed looking in washing machines. <laughs> and if you look back at it, that is actually what's happening. I'm just, like, singing it, but I'm looking in the washing machine, trying to find the camera. <laughs> Could be a new quiz show, couldn't it? It's a good game show, find the camera in the washing machine. But right, it was really good fun. It's good fun being on top of the pops yeah. and you meet loads of, like... Top pop stars. Yeah, David Bowie was on when we did it. He was really grumpy as well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we presented to me and Stu presented Top of the Pops twice. So I never sang on Top of the Pops, but I, uh, I did say the next thing you after what, East Seventeen were on. Yeah, we presented it twice. You must have done that. Yeah. 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 There's not many of us Top of the Pops presenters left. <laughs> we're from the olden days, <laughs> aren't we? <laughs> I tell you, the thing that I, main thing I remember is just this sort of stinking mass of overexcited 15-year-old girls, which was just disgusting. It's, literally, it was, I was just appalled by just this... Aah! Aah! It's like a horrible, multi-headed, stinking, sweaty monster. So the idea of anyone trying to have sex with that audience, just they, they deserve to be put away for a long, long time.
2: They are disgusting people. I never really looked in, the, in that... Way. <laughs>
0: really, that's my main. More than anything else, you were just I looking sat, at the I was, girls. I was looking at the girls, thinking that they were just all screaming. And Robson
2: and Jerome were on, and they were all, ah, I was going, oh my god, this is horrible. I do remember seeing, um, uh, no, no, I saw a lot of people, but um, um wet, 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 what's he called? Marty Pello, Marty Pello, and he came out of the blue. To me, when you know, I was a, I was young. I was not young, but I, I was young to top of the pops, and he came out and went, "Fuck <laughs> that!" I don't give you. That's awful, isn't it, to you Scottish people, like that? I mean, mind you, I'm Scottish, yeah, really, yeah. at roots. Yeah. But I couldn't tell a word he was saying. But it was <laughs> it was obviously that he liked me, right? And I, <laughs> and, and I liked that. That it came from Marty yeah. Pellow. Yeah,
0: it was a broad church, wasn't it? Top of the Pots. There was a lot of different, different kind of acts on there. And you did a single with the. You did a single with the Smiths, but you didn't. You got cut out of it. Is that right? You were backing. You were backing. No, in, I
2: did a single. Uh, I did the backing vocals on That's Entertainment with Morrissey. Mm. I went. To, Morrissey was um, a big fan of ours since we started, which was a great. I mean, I was a big Smiths fan. So uh, I thought, this is brilliant. And then um, we went, he, he invited us to go to his, him recording, and I recorded, I did the backing vocals on um, That's Entertainment. And then we went and did um, another big night out, and we did Morrissey the Consumer Monkey. <laughs> and, he, and he took massive umbrage did he? to it. <laughs> You would think Morrissey would turn out to be a dick. I, 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 it wasn't really intentional. I mean, it, was, it was, like, supposed to be... I mean, it wasn't anything, really. But, you know, see, but,
0: anyone who was a fan would would love the, the, to be included in... You know,
2: would get what you were doing anyway. It doesn't yeah. doesn't mean anything. I don't know why he thought that he was a consumer monkey. Yeah. Oh, well, I can't see, you know, any kind of... <laughs> It's hard to know how you take umbrage at that.
0: say, so how did they, how dare they say? How dare he?
2: <laughs> how dare he suggest I'm a consumer monkey? <laughs> and uh, um, this is all uh, stuff I've just cleaned. I like your notebook. Thank you, it's a
0: Wookiee uh, notebook from Star Wars. I lost it and was it's delighted and then I found it again. It looks like it's horrible to handle. It's very, it's very uh, polyester and nasty. I don't know if the actual Chewbacca feels like this. But if he does, I'm not surprised he has to hang around. That actually
2: looks like the um, the the fur that was on Morrissey, the consumer. (laughs) Maybe that's why that's why Morrissey got upset.
0: (laughs) And he'd never have a handbook like that. (laughs) You sang the uh, single of Shaun the Sheep. I thought that'd be your favourite single that you (laughs) had. What was that? Uh, Shaun the Sheep. Do you remember singing the Shaun the Sheep? Yes, I do. You sing a little bit of for a, for a it now because I can't remember how. I can't remember it. it I can't remember. It. I can't remember. Does anyone remember I how didn't it di- I just—it was a job. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love jobs. People. These and, you know now and then.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and did you did? There's a couple of the songs you did where they didn't let you put it out or they changed it. it was you had Vienna with and changed the lyrics to Vienna? I would like to know about that. I haven't heard this. Uh, Do you remember this? You did yeah, in Vienna. Yeah. yeah. Had, what, had are you, you going to play you, it? Had, you, I can't play it. All I've got is you there to sing it. Um, you well, that was how that, did you change
2: the lyrics? That was that was long ago. That was in the early '80s, and we did um, me and my friend Johnny Irvin, who does music now, and we d- used to do stuff together. And uh, we did a version of, B- of Vienna, yeah, and put it out on a on a NME. Oh, uh, this was, was on the
0: this this the tape you were touting around. You had a tape that yeah. were selling in the back of the enemy.
2: Yeah, well, I used to flog tapes all yeah. the time. Actually, going right back, I used to in the early '80s in Brixton. I used to have a um, in the back of the enemy. I'd put in adverts for tapes by International Cod. Yes. Um, and various other people. I just change the name and, and make the music. We record music and just pump it out all the time.
0: Are they worth any of those cassettes? In Absolutely
2: nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if you can find them, That's I'd like to be, have them
0: back. Actually, they must be quite rare. Them. People might, might not even... They won't even know it's you. But
2: I did Vienna, yeah. It was, oh, Vienna. And, but I, what, I do, it was like, it, what I do remember, it, it started off really seriously you know like it does yeah. it goes something like that, didn't it yes, yeah, and then then it and it then then it end up as. Bum dip go hello soup. Have a banana. <laughs> Which is a kind of way that I always like to end any song. <laughs> Good. And
0: um Let's, well, and also I don't think we talked much about this, like we have done a podcast before so I'm trying to go down uh, different routes uh, and uh, I don't think we talked much about your art, we, I think we talked about you being at art school and stuff like that but um, you're concentrating quite heavily on the art, there's a website of it, it's hard to describe, uh, J- Jake and Dinos Chapman uh, described it, able to command our laughter as a purgative to encourage the viewer to leak at both ends.
2: Like how you see your art? Yeah, well, that's is that what are you I, aiming for? Art is my um, chief diversion. Yeah, I do it every day. Every day I paint, and um, I do. I, today I I've been working on a, a destruction of Fag- Fragonard.
0: <laughs> He's, it's about time someone took him down. <laughs> <laughs> it's and, but it's very it's,
2: well. Like some of it's comical and some of it's not comical. Some of it's yeah, I, I, twisted. You know, yeah, it's, it's twisted and yeah. comical. Yeah, it's kind of the same way that I look at the way I work in comedy, which is it's hopefully comical. Yeah, but it's got a twisted edge. Yeah, well, they, they, it runs all through uh, the
0: work you've done with Bob. The the Attention to detail of of all the sketches and all the
2: the costumes and just weird yeah. things. Yeah. Well, I've I've always done it. Like yeah. when we first started, when, uh, when actually when it all first started was I, I was at art school and I wanted to do um, a kind of Gilbert and George film because I, I was making films with my friends and what I wanted to do was make a film of a comedian, what I thought would be a comedian, I'd never actually seen any comedians ever <laughs> I actually hadn't, I'd never watched TV hardly at all and uh, I thought I'll do this, um, this character called Vic Reeves which I presume would be like a northern stand-up sort of like a compare yeah. at um, a club and put all the stuff on in between going back um we used to run nightclubs which would have films on and things like that and uh, a friend of mine said i run a comedy club well he did run a comedy club he said do you want to check it over and i said yeah all right i'll do it what do i do and he said you get about three comedians and a compare and you check the money off off the door and i said what if I do it all? (laughs) He said, well, you take all the money. I said, well, I'm doing that. (laughs) And I did it, and I made up Vic Reeves. And uh, I made up all the acts that went in between. Yeah. (laughs)
0: But that's why. It, I mean, that's why that was successful because it wasn't like you weren't doing anything like anybody else was doing, and there were, you, that was still at the time where alternative comedy. There were some weird acts amongst alternative comedy, but you weren't seeing them. You were just making up your own thing in your we own were little world. We making up
2: our own. I, well, I was making up my own thing, and I would make up all the props and everything in my kitchen in Deptford, and take it all down to the theatre in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> and. Um, Kind of, like, I don't know, you were doing the same thing at the same time. Yeah, you had, like, start, I think you started, like, a little bit before
0: us. I think, like, when you were breaking through, we were just sort of starting up. So you were this new thing
2: that was, you were probably on TV. Just well, as we, we were, were new. I don't think anyone had done anything like us before. Yeah. Because I had no clue at all. I'd never done any, t- I didn't care, really. I, I, mean, <laughs> I, did, I thought, this is a good idea. And did it, and then someone said, and we, were, we did it at um, a pub in south-east London, and then we moved to a theatre in Deptford, to, um, and then looked out one day, and then there was, if I'm here on my stage doing, which I didn't really care about, I was just like entertaining lots of people, and it was really good fun. And most of them would be friends. <laughs> but I look out one day and, like, from the stage, there's Michael Grade and there is Alan Yentob. And after the show, a pair of them came round and said, Do you want to do this on BBC or Channel 4? And I was going, <laughs> You're all right. Who's got the most money? <laughs> which
0: is what you do, really. Yeah, when you... Yeah, yeah. But I hadn't... Well, talking about the, the, the big night out was the, the starting point, and I hadn't realised you... I mean, A, you didn't really write a script for it. You had three pages. You didn't let the cameramen see the, the show
2: beforehand. No, we didn't. When we did the first big night out, we... <laughs> we used to do it like we did it on stage. And we did it on TV, which is brilliant, I think because um, we, we, when we did it on stage and this is like we did it for like two years and that was like uh, six weeks here and then time off and then six weeks so it wasn't two years it was just like a yeah. f- couple of shows and I used to change the show every night it'd be a totally different show I'd, re- I'd write loads of things and I'd give little pieces of paper to people and say you do that. Say to Bob, Here, you say that. Do that. Come on and do this. And and it was so awfully rehearsed. Yes. In fact, it wasn't rehearsed. I just got Here, do that and and um, and it was just so badly presented. It was awful. <laughs> it was. But that was what was great about it. Yeah. And then now we come to. You know, uh well when we on went on T V when we did it on at the um the um on the on channel four we did it at uh Wandsworth at a studio. I was talking to my friends earlier on saying um when we did it at Wandsworth, we used to not really rehearse it at all, we used to turn up and just like do it. And uh, we used to do it in half an hour. Yeah. And, but anyway, the... Uh, but that's astonishing that you did. You recorded a TV
0: show in, that was half an hour long. Yeah. In half an hour. We used to do it in one half take. an hour.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Which is like, if you know about TV, that nobody does that on No, TV. No one does it at Which all is now. Why but works. I was saying to my friends earlier on, what, what was great about it was <laughs> we used to do that. And also... The bloke who used to work in the canteen was Ainsley Harriet <laughs> And he was—he was the chef, and he'd come out and he'd go, "Hey, hey, look at this! Look what I've got for you for you today. You love it." And I, that was Ainsley Harriet. He was just the chef who was in in the theatre, <laughs> I know, uh, you know. No wonder he got on television. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but... The rub of the green. Uh, it's, uh, but it is. I remember with when our first TV series, they made us do, made us retake so many times, and just it, the, every recording would take three or four hours, and the audience wanted to kill themselves by the end. I mean, at the beginning, often, but by the end, you know, it was just, and your heart drops as a performer. Because you just think, oh God, do I really have to do this again? Because you put the camera in the wrong place. But you were just the camera, and we're just trying to follow whatever. was... No,
2: and we're doing it again now. We've yeah, just done two, exactly, the yeah. second. We, we've done two big night outs. We did one last year and one this year. And what I did for this, these last two series, is get a, a fellow, a, a director who has not done any. Studio direction at all, <laughs> and it's brilliant. Yeah, I said like you, what you just get up, filmers, get cameras, on, you know, on the stage. I don't care if you see them at all; it don't matter. Yeah. but we want to get it all done in half an hour. Yeah. And I, that's what I want. I want it to be look like it's a live thing, like it's a a live, like this, like this. Yeah. So it's happening. Yeah. Well, it's it's true. None of this stuff where you t- you know you've done them things. You know, they're three hours long. <laughs> they're so boring. I never do any of them things. You know those um, panel shows. You know them panel yeah. shows. Yeah. You're in there for three hours, and you're bored stiff. It's not what I do. No. <laughs> it's good
0: about. To be honest, if everyone did what you did, then TV would be shit, (laughs) but but one person can do it.
2: One person can do it would be a genius. If everyone did it, it'd be quite annoying, wouldn't it? I say, if you can't do it in in half an hour, you ain't worth doing (laughs) it. It's true. It's true.
0: Well, the art stuff is fantastic, and it does—I mean, it does run through. I mean, everyone calls you a comedy dadaist, and you know, your and your art dadaist. I'm not even really sure what that means, but it's sort of not—you're not, not political. It's not political. It's sort of how would you describe that idea? Is it—is it just doing stuff that's is broadly more uh, about it's cocking a snooper authority without being specific?
2: Is, is, that, the, is, well, that, too, is
0: that too much? Yeah. I mean, the Dada it is... It is yeah,
2: yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, you tell me. Yeah. I don't know. I just do what I do. It's I just turned... I'm on holiday now. I'm turning up. <laughs> I'm always turning up because my friend Richard Herrings <laughs> invited me on. I'm on holiday. It's good.
0: Actually. We're all on holiday tonight. Uh, and I, well, I, I was looking... The website is very well worth having a look at. And then you can buy your art you so you sell originals my, yes, and prints sell my paintings yeah My yeah. favorite one is a triptych I guess or at least a running of 3 where you've got the ghost of Freddie Mercury which is just a sheet Yeah and then a ghost of uh, ghost of uh
2: Prince which has yeah. a little hairstyle on it and, and d- the British Actually one. those ones yeah. I did I, I decided not to do those as prints oh, right. but as actual Drawings, and if anyone ever wants one, I actually do the drawings. I oh, do, good. Yeah, right. I do, I do the drawings.
0: What, what you, do you like that? Oh, that's, that's Nancy at the back, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's
2: my wife. That's your wife. What, what, uh, qualifying that?
0: <laughs> She's agreeing that you do do that, but it's nice that that's the first thing that is actually true in the show. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What else do you want to know, Richard Herring? Um,
0: I, I didn't have time to watch it, but I didn't—I I wasn't aware that you'd done a, an expose, an investigation of Jack the Ripper. At least I don't think I was, which Nancy also features in. I did see yes. the beginning of it. Yeah. <laughs> did, <do> that, <laughs> did you yeah. manage to solve the Jack the Ripper case? I think you do come I, up with an answer. I did, yeah, I solved it. All yeah. right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think that would have made more of a splash? It's Ten quite years ago. clear.
2: Yeah. I've, and I went and did that thing. You know, when you get, sometimes you get asked to do. Look at that. That's a weird kind of way of scratching, isn't it? It's a sort of like a, a natural scratch, but it's unnatural. <laughs> I, um, I got offered to do this show, have a look at Jack Ripper. Yeah. Let's have a look. Uh, Jack did they the come Ripper. to you or did you go to there? Did they say you have a
0: look at Jack the Ripper and you weren't interested, or were you did you have some interest said, in Jack? i said, All the... right, I'm interested in
2: uh, that. <laughs> I'm all right for that. Jack the Ripper, I'm interested. Was he really the elephant man?
0: <laughs> so, who was it? Let's cut to the chase. Who was it? Who, who did it?
2: Um, I've got a good idea. <laughs> yeah. I've r- a really good You should tell eye. the authorities
0: so they can wrap this case up.
2: It's been bothering no, them for I'm a while. I'm not going to say. He's still... He's still leaving it right up. Move on to something else. I'll <laughs> <I> tell you <laughs> what, I <laughs> do yeah. have a right idea who it is, but I'm not going to tell you. Okay. I ain't going to tell, tell you, what. you never. It's on, uh,
0: it's on YouTube, I watch it. <laughs> do... Is uh, this still available? This is a fantastic book of your art. Oh, uh, that's uh, the first Sunborn art book I mean, that I yeah. ever did. Beautiful. Well, you know. What else have you got there? Uh, it's all my own stuff otherwise. You're welcome to take any of it. I can't
2: flog it. No, I've signed it. <laughs> i signed it for you. You, could, you haven't signed that yet, no? There's a little scribble in there. Looks leg. Probably
0: <laughs> no, reduced yeah. to two bands. <laughs> Now I'm going to ask you some questions. I have to be careful because I may have—I definitely have asked you some before. Yeah, I look who, into
2: it. who's interested in the uh, the moon landing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> have you heard about it? It's just happened, didn't it? Are you going to are you going to investigate that? <laughs> I next? was there. I can tell just, you, I was there at the first moon landing. Were you on the moon? No. Okay. Me and my mate Peter Shackleton. Yeah. No, but let me let me tell you. Let's go back in time. To 1969. This time, 1969. Me and my mate, Peter Shackleton. We were 10. We went right to his mum and dad's house. We were allowed to stay up all night. <laughs> for the moon landing, and we did. We stayed up all night. And yeah. Uh, It's about two o'clock in the morning, I think. We were like that. (laughs) Uh, It's going to happen. But then we we all got the day off school the next day, which was brilliant, isn't it? Isn't that great of people? (laughs) The government. Yeah. To say, you can have the day off work, the day (laughs) off school, the next day. Yeah. Because the moon landed. It was such a big thing. Well, I was two... I was just two years old. I think
0: I remember the rocket taking off, but it could have been a substitute. I
2: remember event. seeing the whole thing. I was ten. Yeah. I was yeah, watching that was stuck the in your whole memory. thing.
0: <laughs> who was your favourite of the three? Uh, Michael Collins. Was he? I the bloke, bloke who went round the dark side <laughs> <laughs> He just stayed in. Oh, do you know
2: what? What I used to like is the, that American bloke who said, he used to call it the Moon. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen This is a great moment People are gonna land On the moon <laughs> oh, going, It's the moon <laughs> The moon This is the greatest moment In, in man's history <laughs> When man has landed On the moon <laughs> Michael Collins, you know, gets, uh, you, know um, you know, you can't call it um, Uranus anymore. You can't call the moon Uranus. No, you can't. Call say, it Uranus. Uranus I'm say Uranus anymore. Say Uranus, No, it's called your arsehole.
0: <laughs> was that whole bit just leading on to that joke? <laughs> Did we bring up the moon landing? It was the uh, 50th anniversary, pretty much as we recorded this. I feel sorry with Michael Collins. I, he was at the reunion bit and I kind of just imagine people go, sorry, who are you? I'm Michael Collins. What? Who are you? Because everyone forgets Michael Collins. Buzz Aldrin gets, you know, the toy story named after him, doesn't he? And Michael Collins saw something. Did on he? On the other side oh, yes. of the moon. What did he say? That's see? what he said. Yeah.
2: I saw something. On the, I saw the face of God. <laughs> or he saw something. He saw an oh, alien it? or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's right, Yeah, yeah. He's just trying to big his bit up. Bullshit. Yeah, that's what you're thinking, (laughs) isn't it? He's just trying to big his. I'm I'm the bloke going to stay in the capsule.
0: Do you know? Do you go with the people? There's a lot of uh, conspiracy theorists hitting Twitter at the moment
2: about the moon landing not being. Yeah, there's a lot of conspiracy in there. Yeah. JFK. Is it really an airport? What have you got to say about that? <laughs> Nothing.
0: I won't attempt. I won't attempt. It. I've, been, I've been defeated. I'm not. So, uh, Bob was a little bit ill just after the last time you were on, which yeah. must have been... Uh, it, was a, yep. it was a dicey moment. He, he actually like he got married because he thought he was going to die, and then he didn't die. Yeah. Must be disappointing. <laughs>
2: Did his wheelie? What sort of? Oh we got here.
0: <laughs> when you think someone's going to die and then they don't die, is it a bit disappointing that they've stayed alive? They kind of. It's uh, Clive James has done as well. Clive James had that big thing. Oh, I'm going to die soon. Still fucking. <laughs> he was, that's ten years ago. Can't do that, can you? Fuck. Off. If you say you're going to die, you've got to fuck off. Anyway,
2: we're delighted Bob survived. Clive, look, there's Kate. She comes everywhere. Ah, She goes everywhere I ever go. Only you can see
0: her. That's the scary thing. Hello, Kate. It's <laughs> an empty seat.
2: <laughs> if we, we went on tour... Um, well, actually, when we didn't go on tour... Yeah, you were meant Kate to bought tickets for every night. Wow. Are you and and then, then are um, you a psychomentalist? Then we didn't... <laughs> Oh, she no, did the sheep for a second. She's she a went. lovely girl. And there she is. Yeah. She does she's look a nice. She's our for... biggest fan. Compared to the people who come to
0: all of my shows, which are more like that, I mean, he doesn't, but it's, they look more like that. <laughs> Just... Who are you with today, Kate? Your boyfriend. Today, that sounds like you're with different guys every... <laughs> today is my boyfriend, Jim. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> she's seems very nice. She so, uh, yeah...
2: Yeah. What, 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 well, I was going to talk yeah, about what, Bob. What,
0: so Bob's all everything's sort of you did know, that nice you did that nice painting or drawing of of him
2: thumbs up and everything was okay. Yeah, when, he, see, yeah, when yeah. he was in his, in his I don't know in his downers ups. I did a picture of him when he was all sort of gassed up. and yeah, yeah. Looking awful.
0: Yeah. Is it? I mean, and then he, you went out on tour after. So you took a few months and then
2: you went. You did the tour. Yeah. We did. I mean, he—he he was. Uh, I mean, he got. We were going on tour, and then we had a meeting, and he said, "I'm going to have to go to the doctors, and I think it'll be all right." And the, and then he came back and said, "It's not going to be all right," and yeah. we had to cancel the whole tour because he had a triple heart bypass. Yeah, <laughs> and. Um, that's what happened. So, and then we went... He, I mean, all hail to him. He got right back on the horse. We went back and did it. And he's fit as a fiddle, you know. He, he got back on it and we did it.
0: Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic that uh, he's done that. It's fantastic that you're back. I mean, he's working with other people. Does that feel the fishing thing? Are you a bit annoyed with him going off fishing with Paul Whitehouse? <laughs> oh, well, then... what well, I'm... Am I jealous? Yeah, you're jealous of him going off. You, you, you yeah. stand by him when he's about yeah. to die, yeah. and then he just goes yeah. off and does some fishing. Yeah.
2: Why isn't he fishing with you? I, I haven't been... I, I, I mean, I, the last time I went fishing was um, when I was a kid. <laughs> right. Actually, I went. I went fishing. The last time I went fishing, <laughs> I saw um, Kurt Cobain's wife. Okay. But... I said, Courtney, love. <laughs>
0: So you can do jokes. You just, you just choose not. That's a joke. That's a proper joke. That's a proper Jim. joke. That's, I'm glad to see
2: a proper joke. But within your company... That's a proper joke that just came out. <laughs> it's good. I haven't been fishing for years. No. And uh, Bob likes fishing. Can't be hard. He though, likes does. fishing. I like painting. Yeah. We're just a couple of old guys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And do you, do you talk about in an interview so that you have a psychic, you can send each other psychic messages, or is that just that you have a Dude, psychic?
2: Yeah. I'll tell you what, that is... I don't know if you felt that when you were working with your uh, comedy partner, yeah. Stuart. Oh, yeah, I remember him, yeah. Stuart Lee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you remember him? Yeah. Stuart Lee. Yeah. Did you ever have any psychic moments? I think you do know where... It's weird How that long did you work with... Like, you um, and, you know, when it was, you know, it was Herring and... Yeah, Lee and Herring. Lee and Herring. Actually, Lee and Herring, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. It was about <laughs> 13
0: years in total. And did you have a psychic moment? I think we often knew exactly where the other one was going. He, you know, your brains were making the same leap, so when something was... Is this what you mean? When a routine was going along, yeah. I would know he was about to say something, or I could tee yeah. him up and know that he would understand
2: what I wanted him to do, or my Yeah, or I get the feeling you didn't. OK. <laughs> <laughs> with Bob and B. With, <laughs> do you know what we are? We're absolute brothers. Yeah. Total, like, linked yeah. like that.
0: Can you send him a message now? Can you ask him if he would do my podcast again?
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Does <laughs> he said anything back? Yeah, and and when we... Do, we <laughs> it, 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 I don't know. You know when you get... It works so well. Yeah, no, it does. And and you can have so much fun with it, and you can just know when the moment is you say no or yes.
0: Yeah. But and you've made this point yourself, I think. There aren't any other double acts, really, proper double acts working. I don't think there are any. I mean, maybe French and Saunders, but they're not really doing much. But, like, no. there's not... All the other, other double acts have either stopped or were never really properly double acts. I don't and yours, think there are
2: any double acts at all, apart from Bob and May. That might be true. What? <laughs> Whatever in history. At the moment, there no, aren't. there aren't. There, there aren't, but... have been for a long time.
0: But it's also quite rare, I think, for... The female double acts sometimes work for a lifetime. It's quite rare, I think, for the male double acts to work without rancour, at least... With that rancor between and you two I, I don't argue with each other and are friends, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And that's quite
0: that's quite rare, yeah. I think. Morecambe and Wise, I think, were, cl- were very close. Lauren and Hardy were very close and stayed friends all the way through, though they had little niggles. But uh, you two, are, you two, are, it's genuinely you're, you you're know, you're brothers. You do think you're definitely yes, it's just it's just those good, brothers? Absolutely.
2: Yeah. You know, without doubt.
0: Yeah, we didn't have that. Students come. <laughs> um. <laughs> but I also what I like about it, about the stuff you both do separately and together, is it's about it's about getting laughs. but that's the most important thing, right? So like something like um, House of Fools was yeah. was a great sitcom because it was just about it. Was, the jokes were more important well, than, than anything else. Fools,
2: the laughs. When and. we did that, it was. When we did that, it was really just about us getting as many laughs into the seconds that were made on that (laughs) show. Yeah. And What I don't get about, like, uh, a lot of comedy, and American comedy especially, is, is that you... As far as I'm concerned, it's like you get as many laughs in... To one pocket as you can. Yeah. And that, if if you um, if there was an award for getting the most laughs in one show, we'd get it. But <laughs> isn't that the kind of? Well, because because comedy
0: because the well the awards and and plaudits go to well, comedy well, comedians do... who can be serious. You know, it's like oh he's he's a comedian but he's being serious.
2: Isn't this amazing? That's, sort of the, that's the sort of thing that you mean, is it? Well, yeah. All I'm interested in is getting as many laughs into people's faces as possible. <laughs> yeah. There are things that, you know... I mean, you look at a film or you look at a, a piece of art and uh, the, what you're interested in is getting an emotion out of it, isn't it? Yeah. And if it's laughter then go for as many as you can. Yeah. It's like going for as many orgasms as you can (laughs) in in one shot. Yeah. And... (laughs) It's going for, not necessarily getting, Nancy. I'm talking about as many hits as you can get. No, definitely. If If it's a pitiful thing, if it's sadness... I can write probably the most saddest so- song of film ever. And if I'm going for sadness, I'll go for sadness. But if I'm going for a comedy, I'll go for comedy. And oh, yeah. I want... Bang, bang, bang. And that's what we did with House of Fools. And, were you and being, we did it. Yeah. Were you being
0: told by executives that that was wrong and that you should be doing something, doing something different? I read that they were kind of advising you how to...
2: I, to change I've not it. Not
0: heard that. Right.
2: <laughs> well, I think, Ex- you know, executive, executives have never come into my life. <laughs> no, I can't
0: imagine. Well, I, that's why I'm I was surprised when I saw it. it. <laughs> but you know, you're sort of told that, that's that, that people who oh, you meant to do not meant to do comedy like that. Comedy's I, meant I, to be like this. I'll tell you what, I've narrative. never
2: ever paid any attention to what <laughs> anyone has ever told me to yeah. do. <laughs> I know, but I would, I would sort of been just amazed if anyone tried. That's all
0: I was. I hope no, that someone I, had I, tried.
2: executives.
0: <laughs> it is filmed, but uh, so um, they can see it. They're all watching. It's all right. You're safe. You're in a safe space. As it when it comes to TV here. Um, let's see how we go. Oh my goodness, we're no it, we... it's flying Roger by in Canterbury. It's flying by. What who's from um, Canterbury? Anyone from Canterbury in <laughs> here? Yeah. yeah, weird.
2: It's a great city, I love yeah. it. Yeah,
0: it is nice. It's a graduation yeah. day today, it's, it's been it lovely. Was. It's the graduation day of the, uh, the, the Kent, uh, Kent, Canterbury, Kent University of Kent. <laughs> the Canterbury, Kent, University Richard of Kent. Herring's
2: has just... <laughs> <laughs> I love calling you Richard Herring's. I enjoy it too. Richard Herrings <laughs> has just announced that it's
0: graduation day. So if you haven't done all your work, you haven't got a degree. Now fuck off. It's very it's very sweet out there. Yeah, it's, a, it's a beautiful city.
2: It is, yeah. 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 Where are you going next, Richard Herrings? Uh,
0: next I'm going to York and then the Edinburgh fringe. Are you going to York yes. next? Yeah.
2: So travelling
0: on train? No, i will probably drive. It's easier. I, have you got your Fiat Bilingo? <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, uh, I've got a, a Volkswagen Charan, mainly for touring. Unless it's close, then I have an e-golf electric car. So, gun.
2: Richard Herring, yeah. yes.
0: <laughs> what will you do tonight? You'll go back to your... I'm going to go back to my house in Hertfordshire.
2: Oh, you can actually drive back from well, here. Well, my young
0: boy will drive me back. I've got a young boy... The various, oh, you've got someone who I've got drives young, you. have got a young boy. He drives. He does various services and for me on tour. He drives you to your next proposition. Well, we're only doing these every now and again, so it's quite nice. Because I was touring quite heavily, and now I've got I've got two little tiny children at home, and it's difficult to be yeah. away. not like you your, want to yours get a, back home to them. Yeah, yeah they're, yeah, they're little. Where do they live? They live <laughs> with their mother and me for the moment. So that's good. Might not be true at the time of broadcast. So you uh,
2: <laughs> you'll go maybe go back and see them yeah. for a moment and then go off to York.
0: Well, actually, I'm going tomorrow. I'm going to Glasgow to
2: be Oh, hang in, on a minute. to be, a be in, minute. in uh, just hold back. Uh, but I'm not you doing a podcast. Can, the next
0: show's in York. Yeah, but, but I'm not doing a podcast in you Glasgow. You changed
2: it to Newcastle. I am.
0: Oh, uh, Glasgow. I'm in. Uh, I'm performing in the House of Games Champion of Champions. Yeah, so I'm going to lose because I'm tired. It's a difficult quiz uh, against people. Who are, probably Charlie Hickson will be there. I bet he's probably going to yeah, be there. I bet he'll, he'll, probably, he'll be there. Yeah. Um, and then I'm, then I'm coming back again.
2: Yeah. So, what do you think of Canterbury?
0: <laughs> I love Canterbury. I, you know, weirdly, because I usually do uh, the other theatre in town, the Galbenkian. Uh And so, I don't usually come into the heart of Can- Canterbury. It's been a little while. It's beautiful here. I was trying to, there were, when we came here in, as Lee and Herring, and I think we might have been at this theatre, I might be wrong, there was some little alley with a really funny name and I was looking around for it so I could do a joke about it and I couldn't find again. What is it? Turn again lane. Turn again, turn again lane. That's not that good. It's no, <laughs> it's no gro, gro, there's always one called grope cunt lane, isn't there? In most, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, in most cities. Grope cunt lane yeah. is in,
2: um, you've got funny, funny lane here. Okay, that might be it, that might be it.
1: Did it.
0: There we go. You know all about it, don't you, mate? (laughs) And you disapprove. I liked it when it was called You and Trump, you love that.
2: (laughs) I always used to go down grip cock (laughs) Did you? (laughs) When I was in Manchester. Uh, Yeah. It's a good place to
0: go. They're all just named after. That's all. All the all the streets are named after what you used to sell in the in the streets. It's nice. It's
2: quaint, isn't it? it is, orange is one about out. orange. There
0: used to be oranges sold in
2: one of your streets. Pathetic. Ars finger lane. <laughs> it, in in Nottingham. Yeah. It's, it's very popular. <laughs> oh well, we may we may
0: we may have got enough. Yeah, we may have got uh, ground to a halt. When was the last time you travelled by coach, Jim? On coach? Yeah, when you're on a coach, not a bus, but on a coach, specifically from a town to mm. town in on a coach. Nineteen eighty-nine.
2: Yeah, I reckon mine was about then.
0: How was it? And, and that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I, mean, I think we might have got it now on that. Where did you go in 1989
2: on a coach? <laughs> you, you, you've got to go and uh, see your kids, haven't you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I know I certainly have. <laughs> <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, will you give a mass
0: round of applause to Jim Moore I think we I'll see you in the foyer if you're interested. Thank you very much. I've been listening to With me, Rich Turing And my guest Jim Moyer Slash Vic Reeves Thank you to Pest For playing this music Out on tour for us as well It's very nice of them Thank you to everyone At the Marlowe Canterbury To everyone at Go Faster Straight, To everybody at British Comedy Guy Acast Oh and everybody Who knows me uh, Thanks to the producer James Hingley I'm indefinitely To my executive producer Ben Walker This is a Fuzz, Go Faster Stripe and Sky Potato production. Go to gofastthestripe.com to buy stuff and badges and richtown.com slash kicks to find out if I'm coming to you.
2: Bye.